Hello there! Welcome to the Hallyu Hallyu Podcast, the show where we give love for all things K-pop, K-dramas, and K-variety while attempting to come out as better fans. Welcome to our very first episode for the podcast. So, if you're coming from the Facebook page, Hallyu Hallyu Show, or if you know us personally, welcome! This is the podcast version of our original video series that we started last year during 2020. Welcome back! Uh, I hope you've been doing well. As for the new fans, if you're new here, hey, welcome, welcome. Uh, thank you for stumbling upon our simple Hallyu podcast. So for this first episode, we're, we're just recapping because we recorded this in around May. So we were discussing or we are discussing the spring releases for K-pop. And we were just going through a rundown of what we are looking forward to in the coming days. And what was already released by then. So if you're a deep enough Hallyu fan, if you've spent enough time in the um, K-pop dungeon, you would know around this time what were the releases. So I guess for those uh, Revolubs and Blinks during this time, Wendy released her solo album. Rosie released her first solo single. And there were many more releases during this time. So give it a listen. And... Enjoy. Take care, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hallo Hallyu, the show where we give love for all things K-pop, K-dramas, NK Variety will attempting to come out as better fans. Hello everyone and welcome to our all new format. We are your hosts, Hart and Chrissy. Hello Chrissy. So right now you cannot see us. We are in a different dimension talking to you guys through your laptops, your phones, the internet. As we are recording this, we are in the middle of... You know, a very Audio. hot summer. Is it even a word? Who knows? <laughs> Audioly or audio. So welcome to the show. Audio but files. if you whether you're listening on your computer, on your phone, or you're in your room, you're on on your way to work, etc. etc. So please bear with us because this is kind of like a new Thing. setup, but we're just going to continue the show. So, Chrissy, there has been a lot of K-pop going about. Lot of releases. Beautiful releases. I think. <laughs> I've, I've been uh, very not following. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, it's been kind of slow. But it's going to be kind of slow considering what's happening around the globe still. Well, yeah. I mean, 
Well, let's also be fair. You're the one who's more into like the K-pop scene. Oh, true. The wide variety of K-pop scene compared to me. The more let's, be, let's be honest about it. I mean, as we've said, if it's on a variety show, I will pick it up. And oh, I yeah. will like hook onto it. So I'm one of those people who, yeah, trends are a good thing for me because I know it's trending. But I think that's well, that's it for most fans. I mean, if it trends, for international fans, they'll pick it up if they watch something. So yeah, I'm one of those people. <laughs> Yeah, and one and I guess you can say that a lot of the K-pop that could have been trending around this time, most especially because it's summer. There are a lot of um, releases. Well, spring technically, spring, it's spring. So. Spring slash summer. I'm getting confused with my hol- with my. It's spring uh, technically, it's, it's not yet summer. Summer's like in like another month. Well, a little over, yeah. a little under a month. So yeah. So right now it's still uh spring. It's still cold in Korea for my students. It's still cold. Yep. So it's not yet summer hot yet. So the, it's more of a spring springtime release. Yes, it's more like busker. I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. Yeah, it's more busker, busker, and IU uh, lilac type of a feel. Yeah, more. There's also the Wii in. Um, there has been also BB. Uh, if you, if we if people are into R and B, actually I really like. <laughs> I I only know I really like a lot of the R and B hip hop. I only know BB because releases. of SBS is the fan that variety show. Oh so, yeah, I mean that's the only reason I know her. Um, I've watched her on on what's what's that called Girls Mystery High School? I think that showed up on VU at one point. I think it's still there. Uh-huh. I can't remember, but kind of hard to watch it. But yeah. Is this a variety show? Yeah, it's a variety show. It's from the same creators as um, The Great Escape. And I just decided to watch it while waiting for season four to show up. But yeah, I missed you've been You've been recently on a Great Escape binge because I've been we, waiting. we played an escape room. We played an escape room with a couple of friends. And it doesn't help that I've been waiting for like a year for season four. Because usually it comes out like the first quarter, like around spring. Oh, yeah. But they're only gonna start filming officially in like the summer. So, aww, when? Do you also, f- uh, while we're on the topic of variety shows, do you also follow um, the recent? Well, it's not really a recent trend. More like a lot of variety shows are also making their own theme songs, depending on who their guests are. What shows are Have you, you ever watching? Picked on that? What shows that? Like for example. Um, what's that idol show again? The variety idol show, Weekly Idol. I think they were able to that got canceled already. Make... Yeah, exactly. Uh, before they got canceled, I think they tried to make a theme song. There was also, well, there are also the variety shows that are music centric, like Hyena. Uh, That's also Immortal old. Hyenas was like two years ago. <laughs> I have to... I have to brush up on my variety Hyena show. Hyena was like a few years, like a couple of years ago. Hyena was before Loco went into the military. So that was like over, oh, over yeah. 18 months ago. Over 24 months ago. What's the other show you're mentioning? Okay. Immortal Songs, which is always, oh, which is also I mean, always a music. That's right? always a, that's, yeah, that doesn't exactly have a fixed theme song, so. 
I can't quite familiar. Uh, I can't quite remember which variety shows have theme songs. They're escaping me right now. So if you guys who are listening have an idea of which variety shows have theme songs, there are a few. Uh, feel free like to a... comment if you can comment down below. But most of them are like generic, generic BGM yeah. type uh, theme songs, not like a a song created by like an artist exclusively for for them oh yeah i mean if it's the recent ones bts did one for in the soup but that's just because it's just their show it's only for like how many episodes and they decided to do it for fun during the show so they 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 recorded it after filming so yeah, yep, but yep. most yeah, but most idol sh- idol variety shows they like pick the latest release from from their albums as the theme song until the next one comes on. So, yeah, that's usually the case. It's same as Twice. They usually play the latest tracks on their variety shows. Mm, yeah, same goes for Itty, which by the way also had a recent release. Guess who? I just read in the news that. They made history when they reached the Billboard, the worldwide, uh, the World Billboard charts. Cool. So they're one of the first K-pop groups to actually do that. Nice. Sorry, I've just been like listening to whatever shows up on, on variety shows. So like, <laughs> so like, on my phone, it's like, Rolling by Brave Girls because that's just oh, all yeah. over. And then, um, what else am I watching? What else am I listening? Um, the Mr. Queen soundtrack, especially the one the theme song. One of the theme songs, yeah. The the song by Norazo. I mean, yeah. I started listening to them because of Cider. Like yeah, I started listening to them because of like Cider, and then even up to now, I'm like, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> and then, um. Oh, that song that they used in um, the Silent Scream game on the Hospital Playlist episodes of, of, of Full, Full Moon Channel, Pitiful by Yung Tak. I was like, LSS. So every time I hear the song, even though it's supposed to be a sad song, I can't help but laugh. Because I just remember like the characters like exploding in laughter, trying to figure out what silence, what they were trying to actually say. But him like just saying pitiful over and over again because that's all you could think about i digress <laughs> interesting about rodin mm. um trying to compose an idea here but rodin is probably the surprise hit of 2021 so far which with how it's gained a lot of momentums Recently, because of the military bides, no, not YouTube. The, yeah, military, the military, the military boards, military billboards, military, uh, military charts, I mean, sorry. but isn't it through a YouTube clip that became viral? Mm, I think, it, or a fan cam. It, not, not. It wasn't a fan cam, and it wasn't necessarily a YouTube video. Apparently, um, okay, because there is this like time when brave girls. All they did was like attend uh, military camps, like doing shows for military camps. Yeah. So like it was like the LSS song of the men attending their military service for like two years because that came out like 2017, 
2018. Yeah, around, yeah, it was 2017. Yeah, so like all the people, all the men who were in the army at that time, their whole two years, that's what they would play up until recently. And so even up until like this became a hot big thing, people were the they were still going to the military camps doing shows for this one song and a bunch of others. But basically, Brave Girl was going yeah. around. And so, of course, when these people leave, they're finished with their service. They still play it, so LSS, right? So it it it, it went tra- it went trending not just because of the video, but I guess because a lot of people were just sharing. It's really the military personnel's, the people doing their service that really like spread and played it over and over again. So it really hit the charts because of that. So then it just got trending. Like, why is this suddenly going up? I mean, I've seen it happen with um, uh, Narazo. Mm-hmm. With um, he said that there was like a spring song that he used to do before that always shoots up around New Year's because apparently around, no, around New Year's because apparently there's this song that everyone likes to play because it's supposed to be like a good uh, new beginning type song. So based on like um natural trends, natural interests of people, not because it's been computer generated or anything like that, or because there's been a push by the agency or the fandom. Things trend, so this is like one example, and it's actually a very catchy song. I've been I've been watching I've been trying to catch up on Brave Girls since they appeared on I Live Alone with with their boss. And I've been trying to figure out are they still around? I can't really find anything. So I was pretty happy when I heard that they were trending again. I just got shocked. Oh, there's only four left. Weren't there like eight of them when they started out? So they're also one of the longest quote unquote longest surviving girl groups left i think they have been in the business for 10 years and it's only around this time that they actually earned their first music show win yeah they were actually talking about it um and their ceo the the guy i keep forgetting his name but uh, PD Brave. I don't. I don't know. Remember his full name. Anyway, yeah. he always gets accused of like not giving his groups, specifically Brave Girl, because that's their. He only has two groups: a girl group and a boy group, for not giving Brave Girl like hit songs because he's known for making hit songs in the K-pop industry, like for Sistar and a bunch of other people, and his songs are really good. And he said it's his doesn't give them bad songs. They just don't. They just don't connect, I guess, or just the wrong timing or something. So, and it just, and it proves. I mean, Roland's a very good song. And it's just because, I guess, there was not enough traction or not enough exposure at the time. But it's only now because the people that really listened to it, like, really made a trend. And it's a good song. I mean, it's not the best, but it's a, it's, it's an LSS type song. Like, it's a song that's going to get stuck in your head for a while. I just, it kind of reminds me of when EXID. EXID, yes, when EXID's own career was quote unquote revived. Yeah, after fan a fan cam. cam of Fanny. Yeah, that one was a fan cam. Yeah, uh, a fan cam of Fanny spread on YouTube, and then they started getting a lot of. Uh, fan recognition and then mm. they were invited to music shows yeah and then they that's when their that's when the career really started yeah and now they are a top tier real group they're disbanded um, already 
Yeah, unfortunately. They're disbanded. You don't have to tell Chrissy, you don't have to tell me that because I am such a big anxiety. <laughs> oh my god, why did you have to bring that up? Well, fact. <laughs> but yeah. Yes, I yeah, it is fact, but I just we Yeah, that's when um I guess when it comes to groups that trend or what is the popular song, it really depends on timing and song release. So and, it, and, and some groups have delays in terms of how popular they can get. Yeah, and it does show that it's not because it's not a bad and it's that they don't do well because it's a bad song. This proves it. The Brave Girls song. This showed up like three years ago already. It's not because the song yeah. was bad. It's just because there was not enough exposure, I think. Whose fault that ex- and I exposure guess... is, I mean, that's up for debate. But the fact is that because um, the military, the, mili- the military reserves are the ones that really pushed it back up. I mean, that does tell you. Some of these, some of the K-pop songs that are very obscure, like the ones you and I listen to currently because we're just listening to old stuff. I mean, it it is good. But just because there's not enough exposure on, say, a show, like it gets played on a variety show or it gets played in the background of um, of a, a drama or another another artist like suggests it, I mean, yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't also mean. It also doesn't mean that when a song. It gets released and then after its promotional period, let's say, a group's usual promotion period is around four to six weeks, give or take, Something depending like that, on yeah. company size. Yeah. Then let's 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 clarify that right now, like in the last thirteen right years, that's how it is. In the beginning, it was like you stay as long as you can. Really. Yeah, I forget who said that. I think it was like HOT or something. They were talking about how in the old days you just kept going and going and playing the song based on like how it was doing in the charts. But now I guess because there are so many groups, they just now put a limit on how long you can promote. If you're if you're saying 13 years, then that's roughly the time I started getting into K-pop. Yeah. That's the Suju. Yeah, but remember that was like um, HOT. So HOT was like 1998, early 2000s, yeah. But I think he said it, I forget where he said it, or I probably read about it on on an article or something, but he did say that he wishes he could have been around as a K-pop idol around the time when there was no limit to how long they could be on on music shows because music shows are one of... Well, he talked about it in social sense. Music show is one of the is one of the only times that Korea, that K-pop idols can actually go and interact with their peers. From the industry without uh-huh. having to worry about like paparazzi or anything like that so they can go there and it's a safe place for them to like socialize other than that it's just like when they see each other on a show or when they do like the the idol athletics competition so he was saying that it's so he wishes he could have been an idol at the time when you could have socialized with your peers your sunbays or your hubays for weeks on end without having to think, okay, I only have to do this for how many weeks I have to make the sulit. I find this, while we're on this topic, mm-hmm. I find this quite ironic given that several top-tier K-pop groups are not available for most variety shows or even the idol star competition. I'm looking at BTS. <laughs> well, given because 
their schedule is extremely busy. Yeah. And they've been asking their their handlers to make the, uh to appear on um, variety shows. It's the same thing for Blackpink because I've been I've re I've been rewatching the episode where they appeared on Knowing Brothers. Mm. They've always wanted to appear on Korean shows, Korean variety shows. Mm. But given their busy schedule and their short rest period, mm. the their their managers always ask them to get rest. Mm. But during that one during that episode, they wanted they asked um the brothers invite us to your shows. We want to be on Korean shows. They actually demanded <laughs> that they be on that show, on that particular episode. Yeah. Well, with BTS, I know that it's also because of schedules. They have to choose which ones they can go on. So they've made, like a I think it was like an internal decision among the seven of them that they all have to agree to go on a show for them to go on. Like it's not, because yeah. they, they try not to go like on their own. I think they try to go as a group instead. So it has to be a show that all seven of them will agree to be comfortable going on. So like, I know Jin wants to go on Running Man. He says invite, but I guess it also depends on schedule and what they're going to do. Oh yeah. And yeah, and I mean, to be fair with BTS, I mean, they do do their own variety show content already. So it's, 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 it does make them going on a Korean a public channel, Korean show, or even TVN or anything like that, a really big deal. So I guess it does make it a little bit more special. I wish they'd be on more because um, I'd like to see them interact with other people besides themselves. I mean, I love them seeing with just the seven of them, but I like seeing them interact with other people. But Most especially um, their peers slash their base who have admiration for them because every time as you mentioned every time bts appears on a local korean show it's a big deal and it's usually just them it's usually just them oh yes oh yes um i think they also they are recent they appeared in a running man right they've appeared before they've appeared okay arms appeared by himself once and then um They've appeared as a group during the during the 300th episode special. Yeah, but that was really quick. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a full episode. They came in for like one segment. And this was kind of reminded before me before of... they like hit. This was just before like their international fame like skyrocketed. This was like literally yeah. the year, the summer before the Billboard, the first Billboard Music Award that they attended. Kind of reminded me of Twice because I think in one episode of Twice, if I'm not mistaken. Oh wait, sorry, that Running Man episode, <laughs> brain fart. That Running Man episode, yeah, they did appear for the whole show. Yeah, uh, I haven't heard do... of a time when they had to back out or they had to, can- to cut. I mean, to cut uh, the shoot because they had a different schedule. Mm. But yeah, um, it's understood that some artists, like when they appear on a variety show, they can only stay for a set amount of time because mm. they have to go to another production. Well, I think that one for BTS, it wasn't because of time limit on anyone's part. It was just because it was supposed to be a segment because the focus for that episode was the 300th episode. So the focus is really just, it's 300 episodes, let's do something. And it was just cool because the, at the time, there were seven members. There were seven members of BTS. So it was like a seven-on-seven seven race 
and it wasn't like a big actually at the time even if it wasn't bts personally as a huge fan of running man i was just like super excited for them to like relive or re revisit like a lot of their classic running man moments for a 300th episode um special so it it wasn't so much that bts was there i think that was just an added bonus for me (laughs) but yeah seeing them do all the other crazy stuff was cool and while we're on the well we're trudging along with our talk on K-pop. There has been a significant increase of the number of armies in our social circle. <laughs> <laughs> like, of the uh, more, I'd like to say, a bit older than us, so to speak. Well, they are older than us. That's, they're all, they're, all, they're, the old, beat, they're yeah, older beat. than you, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. BTS is becoming more cross-generational. Yeah, that's because of uh, In their appeal. Yeah, that and as I tell yeah. as I tell people that had nothing to do with me. They just did it all on their own. I enabled after the fact. <laughs> I plead guilty to enabling. You were the, the I enabled. You were the, the guide. I wasn't the catalyst. The mentor. I wasn't the catalyst. I was not the one that said watch this. I was not the one that said this is a good song. I just they know I watched it. They know I listened to it. So I said, okay, yay, BTS. But then I didn't like share it with people when Dynamite came out. Then all of a sudden, all these friends who don't usually listen to me when I talk about anything K-pop were suddenly, oh, this is a good song. And then they like fell into the deep hole and then they started asking me questions. So like actually one of them, my cousin, she she talked about it when I went to watch BTS with some other friends when they were in Manila, like 2017. 2017. They actually had a concert here before Billboard Music Awards. So I've always been like, I am a fan before all of the international hype became huge. So I, so I went, I brought two friends. Two of my friends went with me and my cousin knew them. And she was like, I don't understand. Why are there seven of them? Why seven? Why are there so many of them? Like, she didn't understand it. And so, recently, someone posted, like, a memory on her Facebook page about, oh, we should do this again in the future somewhere. And then my cousin commented and goes, I remember I was asking you about who are they? What are they? Why are there seven? And now I know their names. I go, yes, very proud. (laughs) Very well educated. We call that growth in the K-pop space. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've also had friends who instantly became ARMY after listening to Dynamite several times. And now they cannot stop watching every single video, every single SoundCloud, every single VLive IG story, whatever. Even CFs. Twitter, yeah. Oh so I, Twitter, following yeah, Twitter. So they've actually also started listening to the other songs even though it's in korean because i i especially told like a some like a few of them listen to spring day then look up what it says on wikipedia what the lyrics for spring day is about like how it was written what what the topics were what issues they discussed on and then you'll see that it's not just like a generic k-pop pop song it's there's there's a lot of like depth and history and like social issues involved in that that anyone at any age could super relate to and it's actually about current issues right now so i mean it's really something you should check out not because it's bts but because of the the song itself and then she did and she goes oh my gosh it's such a nice song 
So I'm really, I'm actually pretty happy that in the midst of like telling people what BTS is like, it's really just been like, you know, the songs are, are really good, not just because they're in English or, or anything like that, or because they're really cute. BTS is not just a cute group. Their songs are really good. Like if you really check out the, mm-hmm. the, the writing process and the reason behind some of their songs, it's really good. Ang bigat. It's heavy. Yes. And that's, that's the basis of uh, K-pop songs that have staying power. Not just because they're well-produced, but also because they're well-written. I think it's the same goes for me when it comes to my K-pop song choices. Like, for example, Hayes and BB. Well, they, they're... Of course, they're more on the alternative side of things. They're not the usual cookie-cutter sugar pop or the usual electro pop that's infused into K-pop these days, aka idol music. They're more on the alternative side, uh, more on the R&B, hip-hop, um, smaller spectrum of K-pop. Mm. So, like, when, 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 f- when people ask what exactly K-pop is, people would instantly think of, oh, it's BTS, oh, it's Blackpink. There's so that's much the more than that. Labor. There's so much, there's so yes, much there's so more. much more. I feel bad in the in the group chat we created because of like this implosion during the lockdown of people watching Korean dramas and people like listening to K-pop songs. I feel so bad because I'm like, I can't help but only post BTS because I don't listen to as much K-pop as hard. So we kind of like, because so, so we're both like in the group. And all of yeah. our con- our friends, and I kind of want to invite other people, like my relative, like my cousin relatives, who have common friends among our friends, to join in and just like exp- expand it a little bit. Not everyone knows one another, but I kind of want to do that. So what we've kind of started doing is that pop, ah, pop, uh, popito, like heart usually. I was gonna say I was gonna say K-pop. I was gonna say pop songs. I was gonna say heart yeah. usually posts about variety of. K-pop. That's where I was trying to go for. Yep, yep, yep. He 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 posts more K-pop um suggestions beyond BTS or Blackpink. He'll really post stuff about like R and B, a little bit of hip hop, maybe background music or um soundtracks. Uh, I'll post a little bit more on the soundtracks than the other K-pop artists, but I, I tend to go for like the really obscure ones that I've heard or seen on like I can see your voice or. <laughs> They show up on like an mm-hmm. old variety show, and I just love the soundtrack, and no one else gets why, why the song is so cool, except to me. And I tend to post more about um, K drama because I'm more up with the recent yes. ones, anyways. I'm the one who's who actually keeps up between the two of us the recent K dramas, and I'm also the one that posts about variety shows because it's so hard to find someone to watch variety shows with now. So I'm like, I always keep saying, ooh. So when BTS had that collaboration with Nappy D, I was ecstatic and I fangirled so hard in the group chat. And Heart's like, where was guys, this? You could, guys, <laughs> guys, you should have seen her go gaga over, over this collaboration. Like she couldn't, she couldn't stop talking about it for like days. And Heart and was like, we, now we this? have to find time. We have to find time for a watch party with all our. Uh, fellow I, K-drama and K-pop fans in our group chat. I just finished episode 3 of the collaboration and I'm like, ah! Of course, she's gonna fangirl right now. Oh my gosh. No, I won't because I don't want to ruin it for you. You should watch it. 
<laughs> I mean, heart, yeah. heart goes like, you know, when fangirls mm-hmm. listen to the show and we talk about stuff, and I go, well, it's hard when it's a. I mean, this is like Holy Grail. It's not TV and BTS. I mean, come on, I can't keep, I can't spoil what happens on a variety show like, like not like New Journey to the West or anything. Is it like correct that? that- Nap Napi D is the he producer is, behind yes, he, Running Man. No, 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 not Running Man. Napi is, is the no, okay. no, 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 no. Napi D is the okay. He is the producer for Yunstay. He's the producer for Yun's Kitchen. He's the producer mm-hmm. for uh, Three Nights in a Village. Is that correct? Oh, Three Days of Eat, Three Meals a Day, Youth Over Flowers, Grandpa Over Flowers. Um, he's the PD for New Journey to the West and all of its many, 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 many spin-offs. So Youth Over Flowers, the one where he like hijacks the Reply 88 voice, that's him. Oh. Yeah. Youth Over Flowers to Iceland, that's him. It's kind of weird because when I heard him in that Vincenzo episode, I've watched a few <laughs> parts of that Vincenzo episode of um, game keepers. He does sound like the PD from Running Man. He's not. I mean, his voice. He's, he's so not. He's not. He's not. Yeah. So I, I, I might get it. So far from what I'm seeing, I might get into it because it's so interesting. I love games, uh, video games, board games, competitive games of any variety. So maybe this particular variety show would stick with me oh we should still watch party on view we should still watch party if some of the episodes are still there yes and hopefully they could they would be able to get more uh guests hopefully of the girl group variety i'm not sure who they're who they're getting next i'm not sure who they're getting next um we'll probably find out on thursday no friday we'll probably find out on friday when the last episode airs and they release the teaser for their next um game caterers uh episode yeah. but of course if if um if they have more boy groups girl groups of any any anyone who's available yeah that they they would gain a lot of traction it's quite interesting really if you include k-pop idols they just said anything if you include k-pop idols in any production like let's say a movie hmm. tv show variety show it's almost instant they they get instant boost in ratings. Yeah, it was a big deal that they got the Vincenzo cast because it's been so long since Sung Jung Ki's been on like a variety show since Running Man other than for like interviews. Yeah. So for him to do that I was like dude it's like uh, he should come That's back. a big that's a big thing. That's I'm very really hoping he comes he goes back to the to Running Man for Kwang Su's last episode before he takes Was his- he was he a batchmate of Kwang Su when they, they were starting? The they, they, they all start. He's he was from the first episode. They were they all joined the first episode. So he's one of the original cast members. He left mm-hmm. because of um his drama schedule. He was doing um I think he was about to start Deep Rooted Tree, and another drama I forgot. But there were like two at the same time. So he started filming for that. So he had to leave because of drama schedule. But they met on the show. And they were both the youngest. They were considered the the same age friends. I think Sung Jung Ki was the yeah, youngest yeah. until Lizzie showed up. So they were both because he's like a few months younger than Kwang Soo. 
So they became very good friends because of that. I mean, when you when you have a, a same age friend and you see them literally once or twice a week consistently for like over a year. Yeah, so they became they met on the show and they became very good friends. They're still good friends up to now. They're best friends. So I kind of hope he comes back oh, yes. for mm-hmm. Kwang Su's last episode. I know he's I know Kwang Su's not leaving forever, but he has to leave to focus on his his health because of his accident last year. Oh, you think that he's not gonna leave? I think it uh, permanently. You think it's a hiatus? I think it's more of a hiatus because they did say the main reason for him leaving wasn't because of a drama schedule or a movie schedule because he's been able to do that all these years yeah. starring in like multiple movies and multiple dramas while doing Running Man. So I really think it's just because he hasn't had time to like really focus on um, rehab for his ankle. I mean, that was a really bad fractured ankle. Where, major ankle. Yeah, it was a major, yeah. uh, it was a major uh, injury. It was a car accident. He was actually off the show for, I think a month and a half or something like he was gone for like a a number of episodes. And when he came back, he was in a foot, he was in a foot boot and he stayed on that foot boot for Mm. a couple, for at least another month. So a lot of the episodes he was filmed just standing or sitting. So he couldn't like really move around and do a lot of the physicality for running man. And I've noticed since then they try to avoid as much of those as possible. I mean, he's not as active as he used to. So I'd like to think um, he's just going to leave and come back for when he can fully recuperate. I really hope. I mean, I want him to be at the fa- at the fan meet. I really hope he'll go. <laughs> so yeah. So for just for context for everyone, um, that ankle injury isn't like the one you experience when. No, you like will misstep yeah, or you it's not like a twist or anything like that. It's it's he from what we know he broke it. He he literally and a broken yeah he literally fractured and, and broke the bone in a car accident. Yeah. He was a, he was not the instigator. Um, I don't know if there's like a criminal case with it, but it there was a report. And it was reported on Sumpi and a bunch of other places. He did. He was involved in a car accident. I think he was a passenger in the accident, yeah, or a or a bystander. I'm not sure. So it was really bad. Um, and it actually happened like a day or two before a shoot. So they had to like rework some things for the for the episode that week because it was so sudden. Him having an accident. Yeah. So for context, also. Uh, major um, athletes so, uh, from major league sports, like for example, LeBron James, he recently uh, had a high ankle injury that took him around four to six weeks, if my timing is correct, to recover. And he and he's currently playing now, but he hasn't been a hundred percent, so to speak. Mm. Um, some and some major athletes have encountered broken ankles. Um, for for other for other basketball fans out there, Steph Curry almost broke his ankle after several wear and after several uh injuries in the past. So, uh, we're hoping that I really Kyung hope Su- Kwang Su. I'm sorry, Kwang Su. Sorry, <laughs> Kyung Su. I really. Hope I'm sorry. Back. I'm sorry, Exos. I'm I'm hoping that Kwang Su recovers soon he rests up and he's able to come back to the show yeah because it will be amazing yeah. i think it, another it, star who had 
a similar injury is Ichul of Suju. Super Junior. Super Junior in general, yeah. Similar, very similar. Yeah, that's why he says he can't do like dances because it still hurts. Yes. He said this on multiple times over the last... He's actually been increasingly talking about it since um, Super Junior completed all of their military um, yep, service yep. already. Um, so usually he will be part of the album for the singing part, but he... And the writing and producing. The writing and producing, but he doesn't feel like... he he He's still in pain when he moves around a lot. That's why you don't see him do a lot of physical activities. On sh- You don't see him yeah. do a lot of physical activity shows. You see him more um, on observational shows than anything else where he can sit. He really can't do physical activity that much. So, I mean, I mean, we're actually, what are the names of Suju's fandom again? I'm so bad. Uh, elves. elves. You mean elves. Yeah, elves, elves yeah. are very lucky that he chills the only... Um, major casualty from those incidences because the other members were able to get off relatively um relatively off a lot off better off from the accidents they were are like, you talking about kang in kyung 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 Kyuhyun was also sorry. Kyuhyun was also was also in an accident and actually with Shindong Lee Tuk and there was one other member. They were all in this. They were all in an accident. Heechul's was a different accident altogether, and I think it all yes. happened within the same year of each other. So that was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're just lucky. Just coincidence, really. Was just just a coincidence. coincidence. We're very lucky that most of the members from the other, the bigger accident, um, survived. They're all healthy. They're all still um, um, able to go on with their lives normally. It's really just Heechul who can, who still is in a lot of pain. So we really can't um, do anything physical, like dancing. So it's very I, I mentioned Kang In because he was in several accidents, but all, but because of drunk driving. Uh, unfortunately, we all know what happened uh, after these incidents, and I guess I, all I can say is, as an as an elf, is hopefully he's doing well in spite of all that's happened and. I guess elves wish um elves were probably sad for him to go um uh, but yeah I guess that's that's part of life and hopefully he's reflecting on his actions It's a yeah there's well, a lot happening Yeah there. it's a, it's a it, there's a lot happening there actually there's also a lot happening in recent weeks <laughs> Should we talk about that? I mean, I mean the big, the big, 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 big uh, issues. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about because, like, <laughs> these there has been a lot of things going on. Hopefully, those things get resolved. Those problems get resolved because it's affecting a lot of groups, a lot uh, affecting a lot of fandoms. Which one are we talking about? I'm getting very. I'm. I'm. Li- I am it's honestly the, very. Just the one starting with the B and the one ending with the G. Huh. The one that involves schools and students. Huh? The, I, I'm on it. I'm being the honest. Ah, the bullying. Ah, sorry, I thought you were talking about the name of a group. I was like, what's the name of a group starts with a P and ends with a G? Yeah, boy. I was like, no, I was talking about, yeah. Because I started thinking of the actual okay. group. And I was like, uh-huh. the, the other one that's also in the news now, I was like, that does not start with a B or a G. No, not that oh, one. <laughs> 
Yes, um, the bullying issues. Uh, it's current. It's died down for a bit, but it has it has had long term effects on some groups. Especially I think there's only one. Girl groups. I think there's only one that's still unresolved. I think there are two. It's April and Gi Idol. I think there's another group, but I have to check. But from what I'm hearing, uh, Gi Idols in the Gi Idol case, ones mentioned died down. Gi Idols. I think that one's died yeah, down. Yeah, but bit. right now Sujin is currently on hiatus. She's she wasn't she was part of the recent comeback, but because of the allegations, they had to edit out her parts. Mm. And including the MV. Mm, okay. uh, w- regards to April's case, mm. it was a mem- a former member uh, was accusing the current members of of bullying. Mm. And of course, the current members fought back with their own allegations of her being lazy, her being um, it's not in with the it's a lot of exactly. he said, she said, and it's kind of awkward because they're all still under contract with the same agency. So it's very, it's just very odd. It's kind of, that's why it's hard to like comment on well, the April issue anyway because they're all still under yeah. the same agency. They all still have their contracts there. No one's canceled anything. Uh, it, it's very odd. It's very hard to like follow. And if people are people are all, siding with okay. both. People are siding with both. So it's a from the industry so it's a little it's a little hard to comment on because i don't i can't follow it as well and i'm getting a lot of i see a lot of conflicting comments from various either from friends of the girl or and co and people who worked with her and then people with the agency and the remaining girls so it's a little yeah it's a little awkward to say the least yeah and you've put it well when you said it was a lot it's a lot of he she said she said and there's a he said because and of the agency the, and because the one that actually brought it up was the brother of the girl so it's like he said she said she said he said and then she said she said she said yeah so there's a lot there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of he's and she's involved there's a lot here of pronouns <laughs> involved in this in this one issue this one issue of this one group yeah it's very hard to like follow and like make any kind of like solid opinion because there's too many pronouns. There's a lot of conflicting there's reports. Conflicting there's a lot of conflicting information. From, from people that normally you would consider as verifiable in a normal in a normal yeah. scandal situation. And it would just stop right there. But because both sides are coming from like very verifiable sources such as um, former co-workers, uh, other members who used to work with her on like um, other sets or whatever and then the agency itself then then classmates family members i mean it's coming from all out of the woodwork and they're all taking sides and they're all legitimate verifiable sources and so like they're all just accusing one another so what's the real deal i mean did they or didn't they or was it just like a- both sides actually both sides have their own Interpretation um, of the, what happened. The interpretation of what happened. That's the thing. So it's, also, both are very credible. That's why. So but it's very I hard. Guess the, I guess the only arbiter here is the management company. Because for me, at least, for me, because 
the company is the one handling their schedules and handling their day-to-day activities. So most likely, they would know what's happening behind the scenes between the girls. But it's the right? same thing like with the one of that, that actress from It's Okay Not To Be Okay. I mean, there was one, I mean, that there was one staff member who said all the accusations are true. And then a longer standing member of the staff said, no, it's not. But they were both um, staff members for, for, for her. So it's like, okay, they're both staff members. They've both verified it. So which one is true? You have a point. So it's, it's ver- that's why it's a little hard because I'm like, usually when it comes to stuff like that, when there's a very, when there's a very viable source that usually we can say, okay, this has to be true, right? Then it's then then it's true. But now we have like like uh, sources of the same level, both saying the complete opposite, and like we don't know what to trust. And supposedly from the same source. Yes, that's right. I mean, it's not like I don't know why I'm bringing it up, but it's not like the the Gohisan Anjouan. Um, uh, divorce scandal that was a big deal. <laughs> okay, just because at the beginning it really looked legit because she was posting like the. For those of you who don't the know, the actual yeah, message. Yeah, for okay. those of you who don't know, just check. Just check the the sources. No, just check online for the news articles. It's way for those long. wondering who Angie Juan is. He's the star of Love with Loss. Yeah. So this came out just just as Love with Flaws was finishing up production. So yep, um. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, she would post very like her her post her her text messages. So I'm like, okay, for me, I mean, it doesn't sound like him, but I mean, it it's it, I it doesn't sound like something she would accuse him of wrongly. So I'm like, they both had very good um histories. So it was very shocking that this was coming out and she was posting this, and I thought, okay, that's very odd. I mean, if it is true, I mean that I feel very awkward because. That's not like the person I've been following all these years on Korean drama and Korean variety shows. And then he comes out and posts the full conversation and you find out she's she's photoshopped or edited out a lot of it in what she posted. So then it becomes like a... And then she accuses, she starts throwing accusations, which is very odd to now see this type of ugliness come out on a scandal with people who you would think and sources who you would think and evidence that you would think was was true. Foolproof. Was foolproof or true. So now since then, I mean, maybe it's because since then I've been very wary whenever a scandal comes out because I'm like, so is this the full or is there something missing? Um, Was this edited? Was this corrected? Was this manipulated? Because this, this was before burning scandals. Or was it after? Was it before or after? Around the same around time, the same, I, think. I think. it was around the same year, maybe. So, I mean, like, you can't really... Yes, the divorce thing. It was very, like, wow, I, I can't trust anything anymore. I mean, Burning Scandal alone, I'm, like, up to now, I'm still very, very, like, confused and annoyed and frustrated with it. Yeah. With regards to the bullying scandal, when all of these idols were being accused... By their former schoolmates or by former classmates, a lot of the uh, allegations had attached proof. Like 
uh, yearbook photos. Yeah, so they um, usually yeah. So for people who don't photos. know, because yeah. Yeah. yeah, so for people who don't know, because usually they don't post all of these like all of the details, including the photo details, on websites like Sompi and Koreaboo. That being said, um, a lot of them post ver- ver- uh, visual proof that they are who they say they are. They usually post like their their school IDs. Their yearbooks. Yes. Some of them even post their grades from that year that shows the school and the and the and the the, the section and what school year it was to verify. Yeah. yeah so they school, they yeah. like post um, a lot of visual proof to show that they are who they say they are with and they they blur about their names a little bit for some sake of privacy, but they do. Sh- there are ways to like verify that it's an actual source. It's not someone pulling something out of somewhere that he said, she said, and they heard that happen and they're posting about it. They or even worse, it's a targeted attack against these idols by, let's say, a rival. Yes, or, or anti-fans. Another company, or another company that's fighting for popularity and views. Yeah, so, so I mean... There's a lot of um, misinformation, so to speak, out there. Yeah, and it's very hard... With bullying, because like we said, I mean, it, this does come to like a generational thing of where we think, oh, they're just playing. It's not meant to be fun. It's, it's, or I mean, it's just joking, right? Everyone knows it's a yes. joke. Unfortunately, um, a lot of the idols we have now came from a time when the line was blurry, right? We're growing up, it was, you were very unclear if that was real, real bullying or not, if it was perceived as bullying or not. Sometimes when you think you're just joking around, and honestly, they think it's just for fun. They don't realize how hurtful their actions or the words that they've said or the things that they've done um, uh, mean to the people that they're doing it yeah. to or saying it yeah. to. And some people up to now don't realize until it happens to maybe say their own children or they're the ones on the receiving end. So then they're, unless there's like some kind of self-reflection later on that you kind of hope everyone goes through, whether it's a good or a bad thing, because I think self-reflection of at any kind is good. Um, they probably will not realize it. So, and let's, let's face it, Tart, when we were younger, that was when, and some of these idols are oh, getting yeah. to that age. We're also near that age. It was like a very thin, blurry line of whether it was a joke or not whether it was too hurtful or not, or whether everyone knew it was a joke or not. It's a very odd gray line that was very blurry during that time. Unlike now, where there's like very zero discipline for it in schools now, supposedly, for anything like that. But at the time, it was... Do you think think it's a generational thing? Like, when during our time when we were in school, we were more inclined to know the difference between what is a joke or what is for fun versus that's clear that's clearly bullying and that should be stopped i think it was like a a generational cultural thing i mean let's face it back then i mean i mean i don't know if we've talked about it but our friends have i've talked about it with some friends where i said that like right now, like the, the lockdown, for example, communication is so hard right now because we've all oh, just yeah, been resolved. Yeah, because we've all we just, actually talked about this. Yeah, because we've all just resolved to like communicating with one another via text message, Viber message, um, social yep. media. Yep. Basically, it's all just through 
through words, written words, and sentences, right? Or um, if you're lucky, a voice call. But what we have, but for especially for our for our age group, um, we don't have social cues anymore. We don't have body language to read off of. So it's very hard to gauge just from looking at what someone texted you if they were joking or not, unless they put emojis or like parentheses, ha 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 ha, or LOL. Like they, you can't really tell just from an okay, like literally O and a K. You can't tell if they were like, okay, or all right, you, you guess. Like you can't tell because you don't have- There's no, there's, there's exactly there's no, no context. Yeah, there's no social anymore. cues. There's no nothing. There's no voice yeah. cue to tell whether they were okay. And then it's really okay or- Okay, and then the pee and then they're just really mad. So there's there's nothing you can gauge unless you just perceive it the way you want to perceive it. So in our time when we didn't have internet, um, we had dial up. Or we were just starting to. Yeah, we were just starting to have, and like cell phones was still a bit was still a very new thing for us here in the Philippines anyway, and like chat rooms and stuff. I mean. We still relied very heavily on um, verbal cues, visual cues, and text messaging for us, which is why a lot of us still do it, was more very formal. It's very formal. It's not supposed to be like a very informal teasing, ha 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 ha, lol, omg type of chat language that younger people now do. I mean, I work with teenagers and they do that all the time. So I can tell right away if they're trying to be funny or if they're trying to be polite to me. So I can read it now. If you're not, but I just realized if you're not in, exposed to it, you you won't be able to like really read through the lines of what someone is texting by how they do it, unless you have like really long text conversations with someone. On the other hand, when it comes to social interaction on the web, it's so different. And people, and when people are more used to it or were born with it. This is the irony of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've learned how to talk and communicate with your friends and family through text messaging, through Discord, mm. through Telegram, whatever Zoom. Um, messaging, Zoom, whatever service you use. And yet, you still can't pat down what good, reliable social communication can do for you. And I guess this also comes with the territory when with regards to these idols and their schoolmates because these idols are really young um they're way younger than us at least the idols that we are um, that we're mentioning right in the, in the, in the yeah. and well let's just put it in the context the ones involved in the in the scandals right now the newer yeah, exactly. the, this year's scandals a lot of them are way younger than us Really young. They can you can say that they're part of Gen Z. We're really showing our age here in this in this uh oh, given up on feeling feeling my age. I'm like whatever. I don't care. Anyway, so, moving on. I guess when it comes when it comes to just interacting, there's still the face to face interaction when it comes yeah. to school. But during that time, most of most of the um shall we say heart to heart conversations most of the friendly banter happen online. And for whatever reason, these bullies prefer to talk behind other people's backs a lot. And they use these chat for uh these, these communication forms like chat. Yeah, I was so, I was and telling then, my... and then these these victims will just hear about it from other people and that's 
that's just sad. Yeah, I was telling my friend, like we were talking to some of our friends and I was talking to even my younger cousin. I said, I don't want to be back in high school with all of this technology right now. That'd be so scary. Like I'm, I'm fine at grade school, middle school, maybe college because it would make college life so much easier with all of the all of the course loads we've had to do. But I do not want to go back to high school with like a smartphone and Telegram and TikTok oh, and yeah. like Facebook oh, yeah. and all of these like these social There's media. So I'm like things. not high you school. So many problems. Yeah, I'm like, no way. Oh my gosh. How do you guys do it? I mean, when I talk to my cousin about it, how do you study with all of these distractions? She goes, oh, I go to Starbucks where there's no Wi-Fi, so I can't, so I don't even have the option to go online if I get distracted. I can study more because, so she, so that's why. So now when I think about the Starbucks, so like for our, for us, we're like, how do people study in Starbucks? It's so noisy. Only to find out they go there because there's literally no internet. So there's no way to distract themselves from the real things that are going to keep them away from studying, which is the internet. And their cell phone. So they go there literally to study and they just play music that's saved on their phone and study. So it's actually easier for them. Like, okay, that makes so much sense. And then in the back of mind, why don't you just go to a library? <laughs> like, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the sad thing is in Korea is one of the most interconnected societies yes. on earth. It's a Everything pl- and anything can happen on the internet. It's a so plus, but there's a happens. downside. Yeah, they really should like introduce it in schools already, like mm-hmm. online, online responsibility, online or social just re- teaching the kids social how responsibility. To use Actually, just social responsibility stuff. in general, because it's not even just like a matter of what they do online. It's also sometimes what they're doing offline that gets caught and posted online. So I'm like, there should be like etiquette or morals classes really in schools nowadays. I mean, just dedicated to that. Just make them think and ask the hard questions. Because where else are they supposed to do it? We veer very more far and from more, K-pop. I think that, <laughs> oh yeah, but I think I guess well, K-pop. That's that's because K-pop is really interconnected with whatever happened with what's ever happened. What's happening in in the Korean sphere? And and really, it's a reflection of what happens to Korean youth uh, with what's happening with K-pop. And not just Korean youth, but like youth in general. Oh, yeah. I am. But like, that doesn't stop us. No, it doesn't. Slightly older people, you know, from enjoying. I like, while we were doing this whole thing, I like typed in New Journey to the West on VU. And there's three seasons that we can watch. Oh, Plus, there needs anyway, to be so, spring cap. Oh, we can so watch this. I'm looks on like, it looks like Chrissy will have to catch up on her variety shows after this recording. I've pretty so. much caught up on my Korean, <laughs> on the current Korean dramas. Um, I am going to start Youth of May tomorrow, maybe. I'm waiting for the fourth episode to come out. I haven't started it yet, so I'm waiting for the latest episode to show up on VU Premium, and then I will watch the first how many episodes. And then do much your and, service also. Because everything else I've caught I up. I will Thankfully. finish my run of item, a 2019 crime thriller drama. Anyway, guys, that's it for this episode on K-pop and other things. We're just rebooting our show. So please watch out for future episodes. New so this content, is it. React- audio and, reactions, yeah. guests. Oh, yes. Lots of things to do. There's a lot. There's a lot of things that will go on with this rebooted season. I'm excited. So anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. We're excited for this season. And goodbye, guys. Take care. Annyeong. Love you all.